All of the podcasts here at the Sideshow Network are now at the touch of a button on your iPhone and iPad. With the new Sideshow Network app, tune into all your favorite podcasts here at the Sideshow Network. Go to iTunes App Store, search for Sideshow Network, and download our free app to stream all of your favorite Sideshow Network podcasts at any time you want. The top comedians in the world are at your fingertips with the Sideshow Network app for iPhone and iPad. Welcome to A Fork on the Road Show. I'm Mark DiCarlo. And I'm Yenny Alvarez. And we will be here several times a week on iTunes and the Sideshow Networks telling you everything you need to know about travel, food, and fun. And the best deals around. That's right. Traveling on your tongue, getting great deals. Yeah, great gadgets. It's going to be a good show today. We're talking to uh, comedian and actor Jimmy Palumbo from the new Robert De Niro uh, movie that's coming out in Malavita. September. Malavita. Malavita. We're also talking to Matt Thompson from Mary Max in Atlanta, Georgia, which could be the best fried chicken in the universe. Still to be sampled. Well, they say it's the best fried chicken in Atlanta. I'm going to be there on Friday, so mm. we'll find out. And we'll be talking to Tammy Klein. She is the president of the Chamber of Commerce of Beaver, Oklahoma. And this weekend is the World Championship cow chip throwing contest. I can't wait to hear about that. I know. You've <laughs> heard about people that I've heard about cow tipping. Caught in a shitstorm. This is throwing it. <laughs> uh, we'll uh, we'll find out about the championship and um, and everything else that's going on this weekend. If you want to join the show, you can call us anytime 24/7 at 424-250 fork. And leave us your questions. We can tell you, uh, we can help you pimp your trip, mm-hmm. help you find uh, great travel deals on yep. airlines, hotels, places to go. If you're planning an anniversary party, a bachelor party, a girlfriend getaway, getting away from your husband. And you just don't know what to do. You call us and we will help you. That number, it's up and available every day, 24 hours a day. It's 424-250-FORK. And that's the number because this is a Fork on On the the Road road. show. Uh, So let's talk about some of the things that are happening all around the country in the West this weekend. This is kind of like the the coming out weekend of the festivals for the year because the weather's a little bit warmer. People are getting outside. Things are planned. You got the uh, annual Grape Day in Temecula. The Celebrity Mm -hmm. Chef Tours in Santa Fe, New Mexico this Mm -hmm. weekend. Uh, That's a great thing where a bunch of chefs get together and they put on this great four-course meal, and you get to meet all these chefs, and the the money goes to the James Beard Foundation, which helps educate chefs. It's kind of like... That sounds like a great event. It is. And the money goes to preserving the artistry of cooking. And, you well, know, there's a lot to be said for good food. There is. There is. And, you, you know, that just doesn't happen. So that's, a, that's kind of a high-ticket item. That's in Santa Fe, New Mexico this weekend. Also this weekend, it's Earth Day. Yay! There's the Earth Day Food and Wine Festival in San Luis Obispo, California. And of course, you should always celebrate Earth Day with food and wine. Right. <laughs> and you should be drinking the wine out of a uh, recyclable bottle. <laughs> uh, on the 20th of April, the Arizona Barbecue Festival is in Scottsdale. Uh, here's one I want to talk to Jimmy about later. The California Nut Festival. No, oh, that's a crazy, crazy festival. It's basically just walking up to anybody at random on the street <laughs> in Los Angeles. Uh, that would be the California <laughs> Nut Festival. That's in Chico, California. I wonder if it's just a bunch of crazy people walking around going, yeah, hello. Hello, hello. Um, <laughs> We should call them, too. Um, the 11th Annual Grilled Cheese Invitational Ooh, is this weekend. Ooh, you have to be weekend. invited right. <laughs> to eat grilled cheese. You know what? Um, 
I like grilled cheese with soup, and there's a lot of innovative ways to have grilled cheese. I've had some phenomenal grilled cheese in my day. Well, we should go. It's this weekend in Los Angeles. It's the Grilled Cheese Invitational. So you just can't be, Let's get an invitation. You can't just be some idiot that shows up with grilled <laughs> cheese. You have to be invited. Uh, I, I don't know how that happens. Perhaps we'll talk to them and find out. Um, also April 20th, the Vintners Festival in Solvang, California. Um, Yenny and I have known each other for five years. We just got married last November. And our first travel date, we met in New Orleans at the airport. Mm-hmm. We started dating. And then not too soon after that was her birthday. So we decided to go up to Solvang with Yenny and a couple of her friends. And where do we go? <laughs> where do we go? The wineries? Yeah. We went to Stolmine Wineries. They have this uh, incredible Sangiovese that they don't do every year. And it's just absolutely amazing. And I think I had a little too much of the good stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was still early <laughs> enough in the relationship where she wasn't eating in front of me. I wasn't eating because I was on a diet and I wanted to look good on my birthday. So I forgot to eat. Right. Because fat major, girls, major fat girls don't get taken on trips. <laughs> They don't get take maybe to the grilled cheese invitational, <laughs> but they don't go up, they don't go to the nice trips. So you were they, though, though you're beautiful, you didn't need a date. So she hadn't eaten, and we go up there and we start sampling wines, and everyone else is kind of sipping and having a good time. Well, it was my birthday, so the uh, Stolmine Winery was so generous with their pours, <laughs> and and who's gonna say no to a Sangiovese that they're not gonna have for another four years? I think right, not a drunk Cuban. I was not gonna say no to that. No, so. Fast forward about 35, 40 minutes. All the, Yenny goes from being totally straight to just ridiculously drunk. I don't remember that. I know you don't. <laughs> Shh, we were there with about six or eight people. She was so just instantly, we just took her back to the hotel and put her to bed. And we were all going out to a music thing that night. Yes. And, um, and I kept saying, five minutes. I just need to sleep. Five minutes. Five more minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> and we're all thinking, yeah. We'll never see you again. You'll wake up tomorrow and you have a horrible headache. So we leave her in the room and we go down the road to this big cowboy bar and we're having a great time. 90 minutes later, boom, like in a Western, the doors open and you walk in. And I felt fantastic. And that's the difference between drinking cheap wine and really great wine. So when you're going to get wasted, make sure it's great wine, folks. <laughs> and make sure you take a cab. Uh, it, was, it, was like, it was like a zombie had come back from the dead. Well, you were that out of it. I, I was. I was absolutely out of it. But I knew that I was going to be fine because I just needed a little bit of sleep. The funny thing is I wake up and I see the mark of my face on the pillow because I didn't have time to take off my makeup. I wake up in the It's the, of the shroud night. of Yenny. <laughs> and I see the lips perfectly on the pillow and my fake eyelashes next to them, too. Mm-hmm. I actually did, dated that pillow for a couple weeks after that. <laughs> But we broke up. Uh, well, it's a good thing that's all that was on the pillow. See, that weekend, I'm like, all right. No, this no, girl, no. I don't This girl, she can hold her wine, and she rallies. It was How good can you wine. not fall in love with a girl that it comes back from the dead wine. in 90 minutes? I would not have rallied with a two-buck chuck. No, you wouldn't. That's the Vintners Festival in Solvang, mm-hmm. California. Also this weekend, the world-class crab races and crab feed up in Westport, Washington. Ooh. So, that reminds me of the turtle races in Venice. Right. Venice Beach, California. Although the turtles can't snap at you. <laughs> I would imagine that the crabs actually can Actually, turtles can snap. Oh, they can they Snapping can bite. turtles can. They can bite. Yeah. They bite hard. Yeah. I wonder how they incentivize the crabs to race. I mean, they're out of the water. Maybe they What do they eat? I uh, bet you they're fast. Uh, the crabs eat the imitation crab. <laughs> no, they yeah, don't. Yeah, they do. Because they're not They're just jealous of them. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> well, that's happening up in Westport, Washington, which I'm guessing is close to the water. Um, something happened in the middle of the country this weekend that should not be missed is the 2013 World Championship Cow Chip Throw in Beaver, Oklahoma. And we have the president of the Chamber of Commerce on the line with us, Tammy Klein. Thanks for joining us on A Fork on the Road. Hi, Tammy. Oh, hi, thank you. So um, this, this, tell me about this championship. This, this is not the regionals. This is not the sectionals. This is no, the no, World is, Championship, right? How long has it been going on? This is our 44th year. Get out of here. Wow. 44 years. Yes. And how did it get started? Well, a, a group of businessmen at that time were trying to come up with something that was part of our heritage mm -hmm. and to start some festival to bring people to town. Okay. And they decided on the cow chip. Now, for people that don't know, I grew up in the Midwest, so I, I, I know what cow chips are. But I've it, heard of it. Uh, yeah, Yenny grew up in Miami. They don't have cow chips there, as far as I know. Tell people what a cow chip is. Well, we, we like to call it recycled grass. Oh. <laughs> what is it made out of? <laughs> grass? Well, it's, it's uh, cow poop. <laughs> That's the only way you poop. can say it. Yeah, that is the technical term. <laughs> fact, I, I just got finished picking some up. So oh. we could have it for the throw. You're the president, Tammy. Don't you have? Don't you have? Don't you have people for that? Don't you have minions to pick up the cow poop? You shouldn't be doing that kind of stuff. Well, you don't know what it's like in a small town here. The, I mean, we all do everything. The president is so picking up poop. I've been walking out in the pasture looking for the perfect cow chips. And what makes the perfect cow chip? Are we looking for something that's a sphere? Is it like a frisbee? Something that's hard enough to throw, well, but not. It uh, has. It, it has to be at least six and a half inches in diameter. Okay. And I guess the thickness of it is personal preference. And you pick them up and you shake them and you make sure they don't break. Right, because you, you don't want it falling apart in midair. That's right. It's not a clay so pigeon. It would disqualify right. the person, right? And is it, does it look like a baseball? Does it look like a Frisbee? What does it look like? Oh, it looks more like a Frisbee. Uh-huh. Because when it comes out of the cow, it's not completely... Solid, let's say. No, it's not solid. It has to stay there and cure. Now, how long do you have to wait? <laughs> it's going to cure. How long do they have to cure? <laughs> well, I, I like to pick them up when they're at least a season old, you know? So these have been sitting around for a year? Probably. Oh. Oh, I thought maybe like a week or two. Is that, that's an immature well, chip? That's too, yeah, that's too immature because once they've laid there for a while, they kind of kind of turn a gray color and they're solid and now that's the organic chip what about if people may get into the habit of maybe baking it and finding a way to make it harder cheating oh, yeah. doping no. instead of waiting a they year have, they have to pick them out of our trailer okay uh, we have okay. a trailer so you have a control you have a trailer that. full of cow chips yes i have a I just a i hope you oh, got a bed liner kind of a in that long, thing oh no it's uh, it's not very tall. Uh -huh. It's probably 18 inches tall on the sides, maybe 24. And it's uh, just full and mounted over with cow chips. <laughs> we pull it out onto the arena, and the throwers that have registered, they get to go pick out which one they want. And how big is the arena? How many, how many spectators at this event? Oh, it varies. I really couldn't tell you how many I 
years ago it was a lot more spectators than it is today, but we still keep putting it on. Well, that's the kids today. They they're at home. They don't know. Yeah, they're playing, playing their, their video games. Their video cow chips. Cow chip video games. Yeah, they don't know. That's not right. the same thing. They have to get out there and you know hands on. But I want to know what the trophy looks like. What are the winners? The trophy. Get? They get a plaque with a picture of a cow chip on it. <laughs> Not great. their actual cow chip that they won with. No. Well, they could if they wanted to, but most of the time they don't pick them back up. And is there is there a reigning champion? Is there somebody uh, that, that's won it several years in a row? Is it men or women that do better than this? What, what makes it? Give me a profile. Well, we have, we have two divisions. Well, three divisions, actually. We have a VIP division. We have a men and a women's. Mm-hmm. Then we have a team. Um, James Pratt, he's probably won the most times in Beaver. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And is he the reigning champion from last year? No, he didn't actually win last year, but his throw is still the top throw. How, how far is and that? It's somewhere around 176 feet, a little over. Wow. Dana Valentine, she's didn't win last year either, but she has won nine times, and Ooh. she has the best women's throw. And I Go, don't have that number on the top of my head. And who? What does it take to qualify to be in the VIP flight? Oh, we have uh, political people, or this year we're having a Trent Wilman and his band is coming, so we're hoping that they're going to throw. Um, Radio celebrities. Wow, I wish I wish I could come down there and throw. I I I believe I hold the record of the um, the cherry pit spitting contest. Uh, we were up at um, the uh, cherry festival in Michigan over the Fourth of July a couple of years ago, and I spit a cherry pit thirty three feet three inches. Well, that's pretty good for a cherry pit. Wow. Right? Yeah, well, if you if you would come out here and throw, I'll give you a free T-shirt. <laughs> oh, he would love a T-shirt. I, I, are you the person that, are you, do you pick up all of the chips, or is it a committee? Oh, it's just, it's varied. And what do you, My husband, I conned him into helping me a little bit. Uh-huh. And what are you looking for? And then at? another, another chamber member helps me tonight. And are they all, you're looking for all, they all look the same, or is there a aerodynamic profile that the, the throw well, is favored? Well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not very good at trying to figure out that. I just get a variety. Okay. I just make sure they're at least six and a half inches in diameter. Right. Some of them are thin, some of them are thick, some of them are even bigger than that. Depends on how the cow was so, feeling that day. That's right. If she ate, you know, fiber. Right. Um, and what else can people expect when they come down to the World Championship Cow Chip Throw this weekend in Beaver, Oklahoma? Oh, we've got a full day on Saturday. We're going to start the morning with our Cow Chip Classic Color Run. Uh-huh. It's a 5K. After that, we have a shootout on Main Street. With cow poop or bullets? Well, I hope they're blanks. <laughs> Blank bullets. <laughs> it's going to be like a bar-type saloon uh, shootout. Get. And then we'll have the cow chip throw. There'll be music playing at the fairgrounds by some local people, and the carnival will be going on. We have the cow chip throw at one, and at two o'clock we've got 
lots of children's games, mm. wow. uh, three-legged races, gunny sack races, that type of thing. And then in the evening, we've got the Trent Wilman concert. Wow, it's it's a it's a it's day a filled cool. with crap, yeah. just fun, loving crap. Yeah. I love it. You know, it'd be That's cool. Right. It, we have a a craft show going on at out here also so there's something for everybody wow it sounds really fun you know here's here's a here's a game you could add you could combine the three-legged race and the cow chip throw and just like give the three-legged people a little lead and then have the throwers try and hit them and you get bonus points if you can actually hit a moving target well since those games are just for the children i'm not going to recommend that i thought you were going to say it's harder to hit kids because they're smaller that's right. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you know, kind of like passing the torch. You're passing the cow chip. Well, they burn, don't they? Gets... They burn, right? Yeah. Like if you light them up. Yes, the... that's... Back when the Oklahoma Panhandle was no man's land, that's what they used for heat. I mean, they burned yeah. cow chips. They cooked over cow chips. Yeah. That was their fuel. Well, you know what? Reuse, repurpose, and recycle. You got to right. use what you got. That's right. And I have, um, how many people actually participate in the um, cow chip throwing competition? It varies from year to year, but I'm expecting anywhere from 50 to 75 participants. Wow. That sounds fantastic. I would love to see some pictures. Will, will, um, will you send us some pictures of the oh, winners? Yes, please. So we can put them up on our website? Yeah, sure. And you know what if, I would do? Uh, you know what I would do if I were you? Send me your email. I will do oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Um, you know what I would do if I were you? You know how in polo competitions they have the little dance and it's a game and everybody puts the um, the um, grass places back in? Maybe you should have that in your competition at the end so that you're not stuck picking up all that. <laughs> <laughs> you you know, make it, make it into a game. Yeah, talk it's about the, a mess at the end of this festival. It's a, a time-honored tradition. We're going to start today. Everybody get out there and pick up the couches and put a little music. That way you don't have to do it at the end of the championship. Right, and, and when the music well, stops, whoever's holding the cow chip loses. <laughs> like musical chairs. Well, the only problem is sometimes they, they don't, when they land, they kind of break. Oh. Well, so, uh, but that would be a good idea. It sounds like a great event. The, the event is the 2013 World Championship Cow Chip Throw. It's in Beaver, Oklahoma. Uh, what's the website where people can go and get more information on it, uh, Tammy? Beaverchamber.com. Great. All right, so that's this weekend. All- April 20th. All the entry forms are on there. Right, because you cannot, you can't throw crap unless you're entered. That's correct. You can't yeah. just walk off the street. This is, this is, this is a championship event. It has to be six and a half we'll inches We'll let you enter when you get here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is Tammy Klein, the president of the Beaver County Chamber of Commerce. Thanks so much, Tammy. Thank and, you, Tammy. And I will, we'll be looking forward to the pictures. Have a great fest. Okay. And do I, are you just going to email me or... Stay in the line. We will... Uh, uh, no, we'll email you. Yeah. We'll email okay. you, and then you can uh, send us the pictures. Okay. All right. Thanks, Tammy. <laughs> Thank you, Tammy. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. I would love to go to Oklahoma this weekend and do that. I think that would be fun. You, that's, that's a smelly competition. No, they don't smell. They do. No, they're dry. They they're totally dry. They look like big piles of mud. Uh, they don't break. Um, I mean, come on. They burn. Really? Well, they burn, but they don't break. Uh, so that's what's going on in Oklahoma this weekend. Out on the in East Beaver. Coast, um, Share Our Strength, Taste of the Nation events in uh, Wilmington, Delaware, and Boston. This is another charity event where chefs get together and they cook, and uh, the money goes to No Kid Hungry. 
And uh, you can go to ce.strength.org slash national to find one of these events in your town. They're called Taste of the Nation, Big Time mm. Chefs, Big Nice Expensive Dinners. See, that's more my kind of event. Than throwing cow crap around? Yeah, I think so. Wouldn't it be great to like have... Is it a toss-up for you? <laughs> it's like <laughs> half and half. I would like to merge the two. You get all the people in their Sunday best, their tuxedos, and all oh, of a sudden... Oh, we didn't ask about food. Cow shit starts flying in from the... Oh, no, we didn't ask about food. Because, I mean, you can make cookies that look like that. Yes, you could. I don't think anyone would eat them, but you could. Oh, you, it's caramel. Well, that's what kids out in the Delta do. They'll smoke them and they'll catch a buzz. What? Off a cow chip, yeah. From poop? Mm-hmm. Sure. Wow. Um, what else is going on? Oh, this one. I want to talk to you. Can you tax to... that? In Salisbury, Maryland this weekend, there's the Pork in the Park Festival. Pork in the Park. It sounds like a swingers event. <laughs> uh, the New York City Barbecue Cook-Off in Staten Island. It's Taste of St. Croix in St. Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands. Mm. And the New York City we Hot Sauce Expo in St. Croix. We'll yes. go next year. Oh, that would be fantastic. And then uh, last but not least in the South... There's a lot of barbecue going on. The South Carolina Barbecue Shag Festival, another swinger event in Hemingway, <laughs> South Carolina. The Crawfish Music Festival in Biloxi, Mississippi. The 77th Annual Dogwood Festival in Atlanta. The, uh, there's a chili cook-off in Loxahatchee, Florida. There's a crawfish cook-off in Slidell. There's uh, the Great Grapes of Wine and Food Festival in mm. Cary, Indiana. 10th Annual Soft Shell Crab Festival. All these things will be listed on our website, which is sideshownetwork.tv. And just look for a fork on the road, and we'll have that posted. We'll also have it posted on... Uh, Dehoneymooners.com. Dehoneymooners.com. Um, what else is going on? Virginia and fly fishing. when they come in. Of right. Cow throwing. No, not cow throwing. Cow chip throwing. Cow chip. This weekend, I'm going to be in Atlanta. I'm confused with cow tipping. That you do only at night because cows sleep. You're, you're <laughs> Miami girl. You know nothing about the Midwest. I'm a city girl. Cows sleep standing up. I did hear about up. cow tipping. I think that's kind of cruel. Don't they? They need their beauty sleep. I know I do. They do, but they're so big, it's difficult to tip them. <sighs> it's like you're trying to push over a car, a car that poops. I would not be happy if somebody woke me up and tipped me. You know, I'm going to write that down just in case it comes <laughs> up later. Don't tip Yenny while she's sleeping. Uh, she'll be sleeping alone this weekend because I'm going to be in Atlanta and Macon, Georgia this weekend, going to the uh, the Celebrity Classic in Macon, Georgia, which is a mm -hmm. fundraiser for the Children's uh, Medical Center of Central Georgia. I'm going there with my buddy Jimmy Palumbo, who's a very funny comedian. Um, also in the South this weekend in Atlanta or in Vidalia, Georgia, the Vidalia Onion Festival is going on. But we are going to be in Atlanta this weekend where the Sweetwater 420 Festival is going on. And I'm going to be there with my buddy, comedian, and now major film star, Jimmy Palumbo. Live from New Jersey, Jimmy Palumbo. Welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. What's happening? It's not, what, what do you got in your throat? You want to clear your throat? Are you okay? <laughs> just fine. What are you, 90 years old now? Oh, I sound like I'm 90 years old. Yeah, Come you on. do. Now that you're a big-time movie star. Ah, yes. Well, that's what they say. Anyway, movie's coming out September 20th. Well, let's back up a little bit. Let's tell people who you are, first of all. You, I'm sure you've seen Jimmy Palumbo in the uh, Artie Lang movie Beer League. Who'd you play yes. in that? I played Johnny Trino. But you're living down by the... Yeah, what's up with that? I hear you live... trains. <laughs> yeah, I live, by the, I live by the docks, bro. <laughs> you're a movie star. You cannot be homeless. Hey, Hobo <laughs> is the new black. 
That's it, man. You gotta, you know, sometimes you gotta live near the train. You right. know what I mean? Sure. All right. So you're living in a new Maytag box since things are going well. We play Johnny Trino in uh, beer beer league and um, Johnny Trino beer league. My batting average was seven oh six for those scoring at home. That's fantastic. And uh, yeah, it was a great time. Good movie. A little bit of a cult hit. I get stopped. I just got stopped the other day. At uh, at a uh, buying a new television, the guy's like, "Dude, beer league, bro!" But he didn't give me a discount, so that's how that goes. Where do you plug in a TV at the railroad docks? <laughs> I just bought a fifty-five inch hooler that goes oh. against my fireplace. But you have a fireplace? <laughs> yeah, it's a garbage can with a fire <laughs> raging in it. <laughs> I live in Ra- I live in Ramsey, New Jersey. <laughs> Which is which is the American Native American word for what smells? <laughs> oh. No, no, I live in a nice town. <laughs> and uh, this weekend we're going to be in uh, we're going to be in Macon, Georgia, Jim. Yeah, we're going to be we're going to be doing a awesome charity for the Children's Hospital in uh, Macon, Georgia. It's an awesome thing because we're celebrities, according to them. Yeah, to them. I mean, the last time I went, uh, the, the the guy I was in a foursome there, and we went last year, what? and uh, nobody knew who I was. I was so embarrassed because they paid like two grand a piece to golf in this tournament. And finally, the, after like eight holes, the guy's like, "So you're a celebrity, huh?" I'm like, "Yeah." I mentioned like four shows I was on. He didn't know any of them. And finally, he looks at me. He goes, "Well, I'm Charlie Daniels' cousin." <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, you're much bigger of a celebrity than I'll ever be. Uh, <laughs> you know? But I look forward to that every year. We raise money for the medical center in central Georgia there. And uh, we're going down early. We're going to go down an extra day early. We're going to stay at Atlanta Friday night. And we're going to go to the Sweetwater 420 Festival. Yep, that should be a good time. We're going to see George Clinton. We're going to see uh, Robert Randolph and the family band. Uh, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a couple cocktails. Have a few cocktails, right? Now, as a stand-up comedian, Jim, you must travel. Oh, let's before we do that, let's talk about your movie. You just you got a movie coming I, out when? What's it called? Yeah, it's coming out uh, September twentieth. The, right. the working title right now is called Malavita because mm-hmm. it's based on a book called Bad Fellas, and the book um, is uh, the movie has got Robert De Niro, Tommy Lee Jones, and Michelle Pfeiffer in it. And you? And me also. Uh, Dominic Lombardozzi from The Wire and uh, Diana Agron from Glee, the blonde, the hot blonde from Glee, and also uh, Johnny DeLeo, who plays the De Niro's son, and he's really uh, a breakout uh, star in this movie, I think. Along with Jimmy Palumbo is a break. So yeah, Jimmy Palumbo, you know, I, and I, I, get, I go two for three, you know, line shots down the line, you know what I mean. So you worked with Tommy Lee Jones and Robert De Niro. What was that uh, yeah, like? Yeah, it was awesome. I was able to... We actually traveled outside of Paris uh, about an hour sh- and a half. The film was shot in Europe. Yes, it was shot in Paris and Normandy, right by the beaches, which was really cool. Wow. So uh, I was able to uh, really see all that, you know, World War II historical stuff. Tell me you but have good Lu- stories. The Luc Besson, he brought everyone to his estate, where it's 600 acres. So uh-huh. I basically stayed in like a commune of like little like cottages with De Niro, Pfeiffer, and Tommy Lee communes. Jones. Yeah, we have yeah, so here. every night I had dinner with, you know, with Tommy Lee Jones. I mean, for like literally eight nights in a row I had dinner with him. And what is he and like? He's, 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 he's just he a happy-go-lucky, like? goofy guy? The, uh, I, wouldn't, I would not call him happy-go-lucky, goofy guy. <laughs> he's, a, he's a little, uh, he's a, I, I had a man crush on him. I just thought he was the, the funniest, uh, crazy guy. You didn't know whether... Uh, he was mocking you out or making you laugh. He just was. Uh, he was telling <laughs> stories, working with a bunch of different actors, and 
he was really he was a cool dude. And uh, De Niro was was a great guy too. Tell me about really the first soft. time you met De Niro. I shook his hand. I said, "How you doing, Bob?" You know, he said, "Hey, how you doing?" And then he didn't say anything <laughs> after that. <laughs> he was, you know, it's Robert De Niro. You don't go up to him and go, "Hey, buddy," slap him in the back, you know. Well, uh, all right, Michelle, tell, tell Michelle me the Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer cool. story. That's what I want to hear. Michelle Pfeiffer was, first of all, she's still very hot, and she was adorable. It's weird, because we uh, just had her on the show before you, and she was saying how cute you were. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, because, you know, <laughs> listen, everybody has their day, you know? But she, uh, we did a big, uh, we had a big, um, we, we did like an emotional scene. Mark, I had to do something which you're not familiar with. I had to act. What stuff. is this called? Huh? And uh, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was pretty cool. It was an intense scene with Michelle Pfeiffer, and she was really good, and so was so was Dominic Lombardozzi as well. So the the movie came out really cool. I saw a screening of it. And, uh, and it comes out September uh, 20th, right? September 20th. But I'm not sure of the title yet. They're going to switch the title from Malavita to something else. Malavita sounds um, like one of those things that your friends are selling. A a, no, but it's like the bottle of Akasi Berry that you buy, and then you have to buy 12 bottles no, of it. No, that's Pura Vida. Puta Vita. No, no, not Puta Vita. That's something well, Mala Vita sounds different. like, well, it's $30 a bottle, and if you drink it, you're... <laughs> Your wrinkles go away and your stool won't smell. I, I totally agree. And then they were going to name it Bad Fellas, but that sounds like a Saturday Night Live sketch sure. on, uh, you know, yeah. uh, on, on Goodfellas, which is not really, but Scorsese is producing it as well. So, And so you're working with Scorsese, De Niro, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Tommy Lee Jones. And Jimmy and, and you know what the best part is? And I've worked with Mark DiCarlo. That's really good. That is really good. And Yenny Alvarez, of course. That's right. Is, uh, <laughs> is Michelle Pfeiffer a big Goodfellas fan? Well, we, when we first got there, Luke Besson felt it was important for Michelle to, to watch Goodfellas. Sure. It's classic. So we ended up in a huge theater on Luke's estate watching Goodfellas. Now, I don't know. I'm from Jersey, so to me, Goodfellas is like a comedy. <laughs> we just laugh at everything Pesci does. So there I am with Dominic and me and Michelle Pfeiffer in a huge theater, and we're watching Goodfellas. And I'm laughing my, you know, my ass off the whole time. And uh -huh. of course, she's not really laughing at it. <laughs> and then after the movie, she's like, "I think you guys enjoyed it more than I did." <laughs> I was like, "You know what, sweetie? You're not from Jersey. You don't get all this stuff. You don't get gabagool, provolone. You don't get all that stuff." So you come out of the theater after watching Goodfellas, and who else? Who's outside the theater when you come out? Uh, well, De Niro was hanging out, and 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 then the next day, Harvey Keitel showed up. And what did you say to De Niro when you came walking out of the theater? I said, Bob, I love your work. No, that's no, not what you... No, come on. You told me this story last week. <laughs> come on. He was so full of shit. I come walking out of the theater, and I see Bobby De Niro there, and I walk up to him, and I go, oh, my God, Pesci is so funny in that movie. Well, I did. I told, I, I told, well, I told Tell him the that. story. I'm trying to lead you into telling the story six well, different I mean, ways. But you, I, I, I forget. There's nothing private with you. No. <laughs> I, I told him flat try, out. I was try like, being married uh, to him. <laughs> I, I, I can only imagine. We had a whole group of people, and I'm just like, you know what? And I'm sitting in the room, and Bob, I'm laughing at everything Pesci does. <laughs> and, you know, he was completely like, nobody mentioned his acting in the movie, but that's okay. <laughs> He's Robert De Niro. He did Raging Bull, so he wins. He does win. All right, well, that sounds like a great uh, I was awesome. big part. Good for you. Great. Luke was great. And hopefully uh, when the movie comes out, it'll be a hit. And uh, I won't have to do podcasts like this anymore. Right. <laughs> Well, oh, we're gonna no have some blow. fun this weekend. No we're going to uh, we're gonna go to uh, going to go to Georgia. We're gonna go to that 420 festival. We're gonna uh, see some music. Awesome. We might be doing some comedy there as well. 
Yeah, we'll probably do some horrific comedy that Mark and I will. I'll try to make Mark laugh. Mark will try to make me laugh. But I think the every, audience, of course, will not be in on that joke. Everything's everyone's going to be stoned. It's the 420 festival. They're going to think everything you say is funny. Yeah, or nothing. <laughs> so this is a show all about travel and food, Jim. You got any good travel stories? Because you've, you've been you've been traveling. You're a comedian. Well, you're on the road all the time. Some some funny stuff must have happened to you. Come on, Mr. The cra- Jimmy. The, the craziest thing I would say ever happened to me was when. I get on this plane. It's one of those big, like, 747 kind of things, the double aisle, and I see a group of, like, Wait, can we 20... Tell, can we tell people how you travel so inexpensively? <laughs> no, 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 no. Definitely can't. No, no. you can't. No, no, no. No. See, now you know why I keep something private. I, I asked you. All right, okay. go ahead. So you're on a plane. So uh, I know somebody. We'll leave it at that. And, I got uh, a guy. And uh, I know a guy. I call him three dollars, I get a flight. Sure. But... Uh, uh, listen, just because my bookie works for the airlines, you don't have to be so, you know. But, uh, so I get on this big plane, I see like 20 to 25, 12 and 13-year-old kids get on board, and I'm like, oh, uh, my God. Six-hour flight to L.A., I'm going to have obnoxious, you know, kids bouncing <laughs> off the walls, you know. So we're sitting back there, everybody's getting seated, you know, the teachers are there, everything looks okay, and all of a sudden, you know, we're getting ready to take off, and I hear, you know, one of the kids yells out, fuck you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, look at that. Some 13-year-old, you know, is like trying to get the teacher riled up, you know, can't figure out who said it. And then I hear someone yell, bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> and then I hear someone say, like, you know, fucker, fucker, fucker. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on? And all of a sudden, I'm like, this is going to go on. This is crazy. <laughs> Next thing you know. No one's reprimanding flight. these children? And no one's saying anything. And I'm like, if that was me, I would give that kid such a beating. <laughs> Next thing you know, we, we get in the air, and the pilot comes on and says, Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome to the, to the American Airlines flight here um, a bunch of the group of the National, <laughs> the Na- the National Tourette Society. I can't even get through the sentence. I can't, I can't even get, the National Tourette Society, they're all going on the Maury Povich show tomorrow. And let's give a big hand for all these young kids. And everybody starts cheering, and I'm like, are you Asshole. kidding me? I got six hours of this. <laughs> oh, my God. And the whole flight, that's all you heard. Of course, what happens to me is, first, you, you know, you, you go, oh, wow, what a shame. That kid has that problem. But after, like, the 30th time somebody yells out tits, I found it to be the top top ten comedic experience of my adult life. I was crying like a baby. I was laughing so hard. Tell you know me how you embarrassing it is when you look over at a 50-year-old businessman and you're, like, crying in your pillow on the, on the tray because you're laughing so hard? It's so embarrassing. You know, and I come to the conclusion, look, I feel very bad, but Tourette's, is, it's funny. Crying in your pillow, That's that was your second album, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was back in the day after a couple of daiquiris. And his ride is here. <laughs> yeah, I hear your ride is here, Jim. I don't want to keep you if you got to get on that train. You know what? I just realized I'm out on my gorgeous deck. I'm sitting here in Ramsey, New Jersey. It's uh-huh. a beautiful night. And um, th- there's a train station in town. So when it goes by, it blows a horn. What do you want from me? You, you said it's a travel show, so I brought the train. You know what? I appreciate the foley. I really do. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm uh, here all week. That's Jimmy Palumbo. He's going to be there all week. And then all weekend, we're going to be in... Macon, Georgia, at the Medical Center of Georgia's uh, Celebrity Classic. So if you're anywhere near Macon, come on down. Come to the gala Saturday night. Play golf with us on Monday. It's a great thing. We're raising a lot of money. When I started doing this about 10 years ago, um, they called me because I do the, uh, the voice of Hugh Neutron on Jimmy Neutron, and they were looking for celebrities that had some attachment to kids. They had six beds in somebody else's hospital. And now, 11 years later, they've built their own hospital. It's, what, a four- 
four-story brick building right in downtown Macon, Georgia. It's gorgeous. Um, oh, it's awesome. It's a great, uh, it's part of the Children's Hospital Network. Right. But anybody that lives in uh, pretty much south of Atlanta, all the kids go there. And a uh, bunch of nice people, and uh, it's nice to go down there. And You know, Mark, as they say, we do it for the kids. We do do it for the kids, Jim. And it's a good cause, and it's tax-deductible. That's right. And, and the best tax. part is every time we go into one of the kids' rooms, they're teenagers, Mark gets to spend 15 minutes trying to explain to people who I am. <laughs> and, it, and that puzzled look, it's almost, I, always, I, just, I always feel bad for the kids. I'm like, oh, wow, See, I'm not on Jimmy year, Neutron. He's, a, he's an Jimmy, easy Google. Easy Google. Yeah, after Jimmy. this year, you're going to say, I was in Malavida. Yeah, so next year, you know what will happen next year? I won't get invited. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're invited this year. You were invited on our show. Thanks for being here, Jimmy. I will see you at ATL at about 1.45 on Friday. <laughs> yes, I will. We'll meet at the same location. <laughs> I, I know exactly where that is. <laughs> I'll talk to you Have later. one waiting for me. All right. All right you thanks, got it. buddy. Bye-bye. Right. Bye, Jimmy. Bye. That's Jimmy Palumbo. Malavita's coming out on the 20th of September. That's going to be a huge movie. He's, he's starring in a movie with De Niro, Tommy Lee Jones, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Red-headed bastard guinea from New Jersey. Very funny. <laughs> uh, his website is jimmypalumbo.com. He travels all around the country doing comedy. Uh, contrary to what you just heard, he's actually very funny. So go see. <laughs> and you, you'll recognize him. I know the girls will. Oh, he was yeah. in Sex in the City, the movie. Yes, he was. Girls love him. Yep. Uh, he's very popular. And, and in uh, um, the Fireman TV show, Rescue Me. Right. Yep. He did an arc on Rescue Me. And now he's going to be a big movie star. And I was flying at one point, and there's Jimmy's face on uh, Man on a Ledge. He was in that? Yep. Didn't I see Man on a Ledge with yes. you? Yes. Oh, that's right. He played a cop in that. Yeah. That's right. No, he's very talented, very funny, and uh, he will probably be uh, very bourboned by the time I see him in Atlanta. That's our, <laughs> that's our drink when we go down south. I find that when I travel, I tend to drink different things depending on where I am. Obviously, if you're in the islands, you're going to drink a daiquiri or something. But when I go to the, like New Orleans or Georgia, I like drinking whiskey. That's my thing. Mm. And I am going to be in Atlanta this weekend. And when you go to the south, I think fried chicken. Oh, that sounds delicious. You know, the best fried chicken I've ever had in my life is at a place called Gus's Fried Chicken outside of uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. But um, we've been researching some places to go when we get to Atlanta, and everyone is telling me that the best place to have fried chicken in Atlanta is a place called Mary Max Tea Room. You are actually going to go to a tea room? Well, it's f for the chicken, not for the tea. Mm -hmm. I'm not a I big, can see you. I'm not a big tea, a tea drinker. Uh, it's, it's been there for Wearing decades. A it's, a, it's a classic southern tea room. Um, they have someone that comes around and gives you uh, massages as you eat the chicken. They have something called a pot liquor, which is the liquid left over after you boil the collard greens. It's got some pork in it, and they serve it with cornbread. I, I am so hungry right now. I know. That is the South. Just pork juice and hungry cornbread. And relaxed. Really, they give you a massage? Yeah, a goodwill ambassador. They bop around, and as you're chowing down the chicken, they're massaging your shoulders. I am sold. This is Matt Thompson of Mary Max Tea Room down in Atlanta, Georgia. Matt, welcome to A Fork on the Road show. I'm glad you guys have me. So everyone is telling me, uh, I'm going to be in Atlanta this weekend doing a charity event, and everyone's telling me that the best fried chicken in Atlanta is Mary Max. Absolutely. Why is that? What makes well, your you chicken know, so good? Max, 
Merrimack has been around since 1945, so we've been uh, frying up chicken and good southern foods for uh, 68 years now. Wow, that's important because, as you know, running a restaurant is a very difficult job. You know, they, they come and they go. For a restaurant to be around that long, that's an accomplishment in and of itself. Yeah, I mean, we have, we have employees that have been working in the kitchen for 40 years. You should let them out. <laughs> <laughs> that's not right. So it's, uh, quite an honor to have uh, so many employees that have been there so long. Now, in my book, Matt, A Fork on the Road, uh, I said the best fried chicken in America was at a place called Gus's Fried Chicken in Memphis. Have you ever been there? I have not. I have not been to your place. I'm going to come there this weekend. What? What? Describe your chicken, because we can't taste it, sadly, right now. So sadly. describe what, what makes your chicken different than just something I could go down and get from the colonel. Yeah, you know, I, I think uh, we really concentrate on uh, keeping it simple in, in Southern. So, you know, the chicken is just, uh, you know, battered up in, uh, uh, you know, salt and pepper. And it's just, uh, it's really crispy on the outside and really moist and juicy on the inside. So it's just, uh, when you bite into it, it's almost like uh, eating chicken that your grandma used to make if you were over here from the South. You know, you, we try to go along uh, those lines of going home to grandma's house. So it what, doesn't really get much better than that. You what know, kind of oil? What kind of oil do you fry it in? Uh, we just use canola oil. Okay. And you deep fry it or you pan fry it? We deep fry deep it. Deep fry it. Come on. Pan fry? Really? Some some places in the yeah. South do pan fry it. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, oh, they do. You they know, do. Pan frying is really popular. Yeah. It is. Absolutely. All right. So canola oil, you're deep frying it. Um, and what's uh, your your mac and cheese, your collard greens? What are, what are some of your better sides? Oh, yeah. The mac and cheese is really popular. And, of course, uh, your collards and turnips. Um, and, we, you know, we have sweet potatoes souffle and... A lot of the souffles are popular, and of course, just the green beans, the black eyed peas. What's pot, um, what's pot liquor? Pot liquor, yeah, that's a really popular, and actually, uh, all our first time guests get complimentary pot pot liquor when you come to town. So uh, that's a good incentive to come in. But pot liquor is the uh, the juice left over left over from cooking the turnip greens. Mm. So you get that in a little, uh, little bowl, and uh, it's real flavorful, you know, because it's been cooked with all the pork and everything, and you just. Uh, you dip a little piece of crackling cornbread in there with that cornbread that's uh, got pieces of pork in it. So, Of course, because even toothpaste has pork in it in the South, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, everything, everything's got pork in it. It makes it better. Right. There's a big bacon festival this weekend in Chicago. Speaking of pork, I don't know if you can get up yeah. there. You're probably too busy. You know, all these descriptions yeah, sound so I've never been to Chicago. I need to go up there and check that out. Oh, geez. See, Chicago has the pizza. Atlanta has the chicken. Yeah, that's right, and and all the good vegetables too. Right? Are you are you a uh, are you a late night place? Can people come in after the bars close, or do you close early? No, we close pretty early. Actually, we're you know traditional, so we're open from eleven to nine, seven days a week, and uh, we're actually only closed two days a year, which is Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So you can come get all your uh, good chicken and fixings even on Thanksgiving and all the holidays. Now, how long have you been working in this restaurant? Um, I've been there three years now. It's actually my family's business, and I came down a couple of years ago to uh, help run it. So uh, mm. I've been down in the Atlanta area for about three years. And now let me ask you, because um, when I read Tea Room, I think of this. Yes. Know, yes, I think of nice little ladies and cute little girls with hats and um, <laughs> very fancy teacups and the little sandwiches. Exactly. Actually, it's, it's quite funny because we get a lot of uh, people on a Usually a lot of the guys, you know, they'll come in with their wives and they, they're blown away because they, you know, didn't want to come or they put up a fight to go there. <laughs> and then you know, they, they finally get there and they realize what we're all about. But uh, they call it a tea room. Um, if you guys didn't know, it's called a tea room because back in the 40s, in the World World Two era, 
it was uh, widowed women started these businesses. Uh, their husbands would, uh, you know, die wow. overseas, and it was uh, in the 40s. It was kind of uh, frowned upon for women to own businesses, so they, you know, banded together and called their establishments tea rooms, and it sounded more acceptable throughout the community. So they were actually just like meeting two, meeting three kind of restaurants. Oh. Um, and okay. actually, back in that time in Atlanta, there was 16 uh, tea rooms or so, and we're the only one left. So, oh wow, it's got to be the chicken. And do you actually sell yeah. tea? We we serve about a uh, thousand to two thousand guests a day, uh, depending on what's going on in town. So uh, we serve a lot of people. Wow, that is a lot of chicken. Yeah, it is a lot of chicken. We do it through a lot of chicken every day. You know, uh, hundreds of pounds of it. So. Do you guys have a liquor license? We do. We have a full bar. All right. So tell me, there must be. This is the South, and people are eating chicken and drinking. Tell me some of the. Have there been some crazy fights, some crazy problems over the years? Actually, not, actually not, not really. You know, uh, quite uh, surprisingly, our uh, liquor sales are pretty low because everyone really just wants to come in for the good food. Right. And it's a tea room. You don't have a fight at a tea room? I know, yeah, exactly. If you do, you got to win it. Right? But, uh, you know, our mint, our mint juleps are really popular and our peach martinis. Oh, you're that sounds delicious. Peach martinis. It's very popular as well. Well, in and a... Then, I do, I do tell you something unique about us okay. is uh, we are probably the only place that you can go and get a back rub while you're eating your meal. You know what? I think I'm sold. Explain that to me. What's the connection between chicken and back <laughs> I'm rubs? I'm sold. Yep. It's uh, like going to grandma's house. Like I told you, you know, you go to your grandma's house, she cooks you My grandma never gave me a back rub? Yeah. My <laughs> grandma never gave me nothing like that. <laughs> well, mine did. <laughs> yeah, but then doesn't it ruin your shirt? You got all these greasy finger marks all over your shirt. No, no not at all. We got Miss Jo. Uh, you know, she's been at the restaurant 25 years, and uh, she's our goodwill ambassador. And she goes around and uh, sees how you're doing, gives you a back rub, and uh, she'll actually. She's a comedian herself, really. So you guys would probably get along pretty well. Oh. <laughs> I, well, I'm looking forward to coming in and meeting her and getting. I'm going to get a rub, and I'm going to get me some chicken. Uh, sounds so so for, to, to be to be named the best chicken in Atlanta, that is that's a uh, that's a that's, high that's honor. A championship indeed. right there. Yeah, it is a championship. So uh, thanks for talking to us, Matt. We appreciate it. Speaking of high honors, you know you got the 420 festival happening in Atlanta this weekend. There'll be we a, do we did we'll get a good crowd from that. It's a good festival that goes on every year, so um, it should be fun. You should stop by it if you're in town. And I bet they will be totally hungry, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> They sure will. And we'll have the chicken ready. Okay, great. That's Matt Thompson from Mary Max Tea Room in Atlanta, the best chicken in Atlanta, which means it could be the best chicken in the universe. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, Matt. All right. Thank you. That's uh, MaryMax.com if you want to find out more information about uh, the, the rubbing and the chickening. I think that's a perfect combination. Every time I eat fried chicken, I want to get rubbed. Yeah, but if I eat too much of it, I need someone to rub my belly, not so much my, uh, my back. That's just wrong. Okay. One thing you need when you travel is gadgets. Mm-hmm. you got to be able to travel and stay plugged into the world and um, kind of keep uh, keep your foot in the door. Do you have any good travel gadgets for I us do. this week? You Talk know to me. me, girl. I love my gadgets. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, I have a couple of things. Um, I discovered this great new place called Flight 101. It's all about travel. Mm -hmm. They have um, offices. Actually, they have stores in New York, Brooklyn, Chicago, L.A., Berkeley, San Francisco, everywhere. And they have everything you need before you travel. 
I bought the pouch that I got for you. Yes. All the multi-zippered uh, pouch. Uh, oh, with the little, uh, yeah. Which you use constantly. I, do? I thought it was for me, mm. and he saw it. He liked it. He's he hasn't stopped. He's got using the little it. bottles because for some reason the no. TSA says you can't keep more than three ounces. No, or no, whatever. no. That's that's no. We're talking about the wrong thing? pouch. It's a different pouch. The pouch with all the zippers. It's called the um, all zipper pouch, and that's Great the name. one where you keep. All the um, stuff. I get. No, these right. the, the wires and the, the connectors and all that yes. for your camera equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's absolutely perfect. Can you can use it for makeup? You can use it for camera stuff. You can use it for just about anything. You can use it for toiletries. Okay, but it's just a bag. I want something more travelly, something cooler, more James Bondy. Okay, let's see. Um, the travel. Well, this is not James Bondy, but um, it's my brand new gadget. She's reaching to get it because I don't think Annie realizes that we're on the radio. No, actually, because I want to play with the zippers. Um, I looked around for backpacks, uh-huh. and all the all the backpacks are um, basically just a regular backpack. I want it. Look at this. This is a slingback backpack, and it's a camera backpack. It doesn't oh, yell out "camera" no. to people that are looking for tours with cameras. And you put it over the shoulder, and if you need, you want to snap a picture really quickly. All you have to do is shush. Put it to the side, and you bring out the camera from the side pocket. And here comes the camera. Great. So that is really quick. It has um, a sling holder for the camera, so it's perfect. It's padded. Not only can you use it for that, but you can put everything else in there as well, and it'll be padded. So you don't um, have to wear a fanny pack and look like a tourist. Exactly. And also, this doesn't look like a camera bag, so no. nobody's going to come and snatch it thinking that... Well, it looks like a backpack. They may snatch it because of that. It's a small backpack, and it's 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 good for um, men and women. It's big enough for you to keep all your big stuff, but it's light enough for me to carry. All right. And, um, and what's it called, online. and where can we get it? Okay, this is called... It's made by Case Logic. It's a sling backpack, and it's the only one they have, so you'll find it. Um, type up Case Logic sling uh, backpack, camera bag, mm-hmm. and you'll find it. Um... The only thing that I'm not crazy about is that I don't think it's waterproof. That's the one thing that I would change from this gadget. Ah, so no deep sea diving with it. No, I mean we're going to we're going to New Orleans. I'm expecting rain. rain. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll test it out. That's cool. And where, okay. I'm sorry. Where can they get that again? Uh, it's made by Case Logic, so okay. you can get it on the internet. Right, That's cool. where I got it, Amazon. All right. So we'll have more. Ta- we'll have more uh, and travel. The price is very very good. I got it for like thirty five dollars. It goes from thirty five to like forty something. That's not bad. And it's absolutely worth it because yeah. you don't want to carry a big old bag everywhere. This is a little backpack, tiny, right. and you can put your lipstick. You can put everything else in it. Finally, I have a place <laughs> to put my lipstick. Thank the baby Jesus. That is fantastic. No, but you know what? I don't want to carry a purse. I have a nice backpack that has a big old, you know, has my big camera, not the pocket camera, because right. those are, you know, right. not for me. Right. Um, but it's, you know, it's light. I can carry that. I can carry the phone. I can carry everything. Oh, uh, speaking of the phone, they have, of course, why didn't they think of this earlier? The Axis iPhone wallet. It is a wallet. You put the iPhone, it's like a little, it opens up like a, like a book, and you put the money and the credit cards on the other side. Genius. Wow. A phone Genius. and a wallet. Although I heard the new iPhone 5S is going to have the wallet feature built into it. So you'll be able it to does pay. have it. It's yeah. called the Passport. Right. No, no, no. And you can actually pay for things with your new iPhone. That's what I I don't heard. know if I want that. I don't mm. know if I'm so safe and secure that I want to put all my, my wallet information digitally. Right. Where, where can Not people get yet. the iPhone wallet? Uh, it is made by, you know what? I will look it up and tell you again. No, right. The link will also be on our, our website here, which mm-hmm. is sideshownetworks.tv. 
and uh, everything else is going to be road on the show. yeah everything else is going to be on the website where you can get it how much it costs the photos of it um, let's look at little things like the bag bungee it's bungee cord when you travel you put a bungee it's a specific bungee cord for all your bags mm, don't need it we yes, need a bungee you cord. No. You do. You do because you want to just carry everything at once. You don't want to have like three different bags all right. falling all over the place. You have one, it's perfect. Well, um, for me, my favorite things when I travel is the iPad, the, um, the night, uh, what is this called? The travel sleep mask. Mm-hmm. And I found one that doesn't mess around with my eyelashes. Thank God. So now I have a place so that <laughs> for my lipstick and my eyelashes won't get messed up. This is very important because I use them all the time. That and um, What's the it called earplugs. and where can we get it? It is called 40 Blinks Travel Sleep Mask. It's like $12.99. You can get it on the internet. You can get it at Flight 101. Oh, these okay. are these are very easy things for you to find on the internet. This is this is not something that you know it's uh, it's not been made yet or you you, you know it's not extremely expensive. These yeah, things God forbid we give people tips on things that are difficult to find. We want to give them things that they could easily find on their own. Yes, and you can. <laughs> there are a lot, but you want to find the I was right being ones. Being sarcastic. No, but you want to find the right yes. ones. I'm telling you, there's um, the world travel adapters. You can find a lot of different world travel adapters that have been made in China. Mm-hmm. They don't work. Right. They don't work. They break. They, you know, they don't have the right adapters. There's one now. Personally, I like Swiss Travel. Swiss Travel is the one that I, um, I've had for maybe 10 years. It's world travel adapter, and now they made one with a USB charger, and you can get it for 30 or $40. Perfect. Well, traveling is, is uh, you want to travel light, you want to travel uh, smart, and successfully, a lot of people have trouble doing that. We mm-hmm. travel quite a bit. You're the traveling diva, and I've been traveling for a long time, so we're pretty good at it. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you what I found. For the uh, wine festivals, travel space bags for wine. It's a wine skin bottle. They're $2.99. You take it with you when you buy the wine. You bring them back, and they don't break. Because oh. I remember you bringing a tequila bottle that broke all over the suitcase. Yes, I know. My that underwear has never fun. tasted better. <laughs> All right, well, so those are travel gadgets. You can find those at the Sideshow Network uh, Fork on the Road show. You can also find them at our website, which is thehoneymooners.com. Now it's time for us to help you. It's time for us to pimp your trip. People ask us all the time questions about traveling, buying tickets, best time to travel, the best place to buy your airline, your hotel. How do you find a deal here? How do you find a deal there? We are here to help you. You can uh, avail yourself of our help by calling us at 424-250-FORK. That's 424-250-FORK. Any time of the day or night, you leave a message, tell us what your problem is, and then we will call you back on the air. We will help you out, and uh, we will give you a prize for just for just letting us help you. All right, well, that is our show for today. We talked to Jimmy Palumbo, the star of the new movie Malavita. Funny guy. Sounds Funny guy. like a drink. Uh, <laughs> we, talked, we talked to the folks in Beaver, Oklahoma, who have their cow chip throwing contest coming up this weekend. That should be fun. We talked to the purveyors of perhaps the best fried chicken in America. Still to be sampled by you. Right. I'm going to be there this weekend. I'm going to be at Mary Max. And you're going to bring some back? Yes, I will. Mm-hmm. Mary Max in Atlanta, Georgia. are also going to be at the 420 Sweetwater Festival in Georgia this weekend. And the children's classic, children's celebrity classic, golf outing in Macon, Georgia, raising money for the Children's Hospital of Central Georgia. A great cause and tax deductible. Right. 
So if you're in the Georgia area, get down there and uh, kick some money to the kids. We will be that back next week with our Jazz Fest show. Oh, We're going to be talking wait. to musicians. We're going to be talking to chefs. We're going to be talking to travelers. People are going down to New Orleans to have a great time at Jazz Festival. They, I just checked the website. There are still uh, hotel rooms available. Even at this late time, you can go to nojazzfest.com and see what you got there. We'll be talking to Brian Lee, uh, Anders Osborne, Paul Sanchez, and hopefully Billy Joel next week. So join us, myself and the traveling diva, Yenny Alvarez. Hello. <laughs> we'll see you next time on A Fork on the Road Show, right here on the Sideshow Networks and iTunes. <laughs>